I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. Lovely to have you here. Oh, and I've got three lovely lads that you need to meet. James or Jim, you're the first one. All right. Pete, you'll take me out. Yeah, I'm just saying something black. Pete. Hello. Luke. If it was like Take Me Out, I'd have worn my shirt, if I don't know. A show with Paddy McGuinness in it called Take Me Out is a very inviting <laughs> yes. concept, isn't to it? To yeah. snipers. And a bad start to the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Pep Guardiola, a little dismissive of Jack Wilshire. Uh, in the media this week Saying that many players are, uh, Like him Are in the Barcelona B team I don't think he meant it I think he, I I think he qualified it I think he qualified it By sort of saying um, That Arsene Wenger Is not under the same Sort of pressure to win league So he can sort of Bed in players a little bit Easier I've got to be Bang League win Bang League yeah. win I d- He didn't say it like that Although there was a time That Arsenal were it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's probably mean, why, isn't it? There's a lot to be said for lowering your fan base's expectations gradually. <laughs> indeed, indeed. <laughs> but I mean, Wenger's trying to sign all of these little Jack Wilshire. Yeah, that's that's true. So. Yeah. Well, I've yeah. shoehorned that into an opening question, yeah. which is: What's Good. your favourite withering put down of a player? Mm. Well, I I'm going to go first. I am not Zlatan. But someone is, right. and um, <laughs> when John Carew was criticising him, uh, do you remember this a little while ago? Andrew? Good one, good one. Yeah, it's, it's Latin, just, it, it was really uncharacteristic actually because it was just really quite dry and just quite nonchalant. But he said, "Well, you, you know, Carew criticises me, but you, can you honestly say there's anything he can do with a football that I can't do with an orange?" <laughs> That's yeah. true. Yeah. I think he also posted a video of him doing kick-ups with an orange on you, onto YouTube to sort of back <laughs> it up. Did he start peeling it? Can't do that the football with his feet. Yeah, his manager must be thinking, "Have you got nothing else on?" <laughs> No. I, remember, I remember seeing Maradona do keep ups with a golf ball. Nice. Mm. Ninety four. I was a lot yeah. younger at the time. Oh, incredible! There's, 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 a, there's an amazing um, story. I'm not sure if it's apocryphal about Maradona getting a uh, an honorary doctorate from a university in England um, as master inspirer of dreams or something. Yeah, like. that's right. And he got and he got a um, and he got. He's, he got up there to accept his degree with uh, his gown on, and there was talk of someone throwing him a golf ball. He did loads of keep ups with it. And stuff. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I'm not sure if it's true or not. I, I just think it's very hard to kick. Yeah, it's going to damage your foot, wouldn't it? You'd yeah. get bruised mm. unless you're wearing very heavy loafers. <laughs> Maybe he was. Pete, what's your answer, baby? Uh, well, you're, you're, you're kind of talking about um, players talking about other people's players and stuff, but I'm going to go for uh, Bobby Robson on Andy O'Brien when he got the football in the face. And he basically, <laughs> he basically said, Andy, Bryan, uh, Andy O'Brien has a horrendous nose. <laughs> 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 the poor lad, it is massive. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he said, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was you adding that. Like, no, no, he... he <laughs> He qualified it by saying it is black and blue now, 
But he's st- okay, starting right. a sentence with Andy O'Brien has a horrendous nose because, to be fair, it's of a decent size. Yeah, it yeah. really is big. Yeah, mm. and if, uh, statistically speaking, it's much more likely to be hit by a football than other people's <laughs> nose. <laughs> 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 just, just on a surface area, area basis. <laughs> Gravity yeah. is yeah. inevitable, really. Isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> oh, in the name of surface area, Luke, what you got? Um, can you guys remember um, when Walter Smith was being interviewed for as Rangers manager <laughs> uh, by a Scottish journalist, Marcus? I know you remember this. Called Chick Young. Uh, Chick Young, that's it. And he piped up and said that. Um, <laughs> Brian Loudrup uh, Barley and Loudrup Yeah was, was Oh yeah Basil Bowley off the back of a Champions League game May I? Yes <laughs> Basil, Get it right Basil Bowley and Brian Loudrup um, <laughs> That Rangers had just signed And Chick Young piped up and said Well they're not good enough They're not strength from the team And all this sort of stuff Because they were poor in the Champions League In that particular game mm-hmm. And then Smith just went on a massive one About how they, <laughs> they won the Champions League And, and, and he, he turned it around the journalist And went to the point where he was saying to the journalist You've had a shocker here You've had a shocker <laughs> That is class And then Archie Knox The assistant walks past And he goes Here Archie Get involved <laughs> And they both were a puppy It is not only a withering put down It's about seven or eight minutes Of consecutive withering put downs Of put-downs. joy Yeah <laughs> Of joy for watching You're not a fan of shit young are you That's why you like it Well uh, Archie Knox <laughs> No I'm not Archie Knox uh, Does he not say Are you talking shit again Or something <laughs> <And walk on. laughs> Like Jamie in the thick of it Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly um, it's, it's the way When he says that about Bolly and Louder Smith just looks at him and goes Bolly's won the Champions League Louder mm. <laughs> played for Milan It's like he's about to go on some psychotic attack And he actually yeah. says My players may not have done well tonight But you've had an absolute shocker <laughs> here <laughs> Brilliant Walter Smith and Archie Knox yeah. I'll tell you what you would not want to cross them in a million. I know I said some nice things about Knox last week, mm. but my no, goodness, no. Uh, good one. Uh, I'm going to go for Jose Mourinho when he was in charge of Chelsea, and they played Blackburn Rovers away, and they won one nil, I think. And it might have been the game where Dickov missed a penalty, Czech saved it, and uh, Jose was really pleased to win that game. It was very difficult, and it was uh, Robbie Savage had done something and Jose Mourinho said after the game he went oh um, and he was trying to remember him he went the blonde boy can't remember his name <laughs> <laughs> he was so nice. dismissive yeah. well, Balotelli recently had a pop at Wilshire himself didn't he I've never heard of him I've never heard of him Barry Telly yeah. uh, oh who's got the points Luke Moore Yeah <laughs> He did the point Before he was awarded the point Yeah you let him Give himself a, the point A point there. for a point You have, had a, you have had a shocker there <laughs> I am Zlatan <laughs> He no, talking shit he, again Mark. Because <laughs> he knows He's got it It's that good an answer No he's just He's put that idea Raise In your, your head game. And you've gone with it Raise your <laughs> game. game Do nothing else. Raise your game uh, <laughs> Speaking of which Liverpool have raised their game Yeah they have mm. 3-0 Manchester United An unlikely hat-trick From Dirk Cow Or is that being harsh um, I, th- I think it's harsh Don't you yeah, yeah, He's yeah. in the right place At the right time <laughs> Yeah he's Well in, in such a big game You often get weird goal scorers Or weird sort of events Taking place like that Don't you Because it, the margins Are so tight sometimes It was just a case that Kite got himself In the right position Gambles, Three yeah. times Suarez was outstanding Brilliant wasn't it? it was incredible I, I think that um, Last week I noticed um, Completely separate To how Cal performed on, on, on the weekend Last week he was getting Quite a lot of stick Ahead of this game So uh, some person so, I forget who it was now, So you have to forgive me I don't want to call people out But someone said um, Dirk Cow, he's just not very good. 
And I was oh, like, but well, he gets that all the time. He's such an underrated player, Cal. He's, he's a very good link man. He's important. Yeah. He's really important. Because yeah. he was brought in almost as Suarez has been with this, with this Dutch player that's come in with a reputation of scoring loads of goals. But he's not He's not here to do that. No. But he's still being judged against that. And that's not mm. fair on him. He's not that player now. And I was, I, the thing about Suarez, by the way, is um, I agree with what you said. Um, but I actually found myself thinking, I think he's still got more to offer. Oh, I think he's still got an extra yard of pace in him. I think he's, st- mm. he's still got a lot, an awful lot of a way to go before he hits peak form. I think, I think it's great for the Liverpool fans in particular because he looks like the type of player who you think, go on, and you enjoy watching and you enjoy watching him doing well, despite, you know, doing the dirty against Ghana and biting that mm. player in the Dutch league. He comes across as a very likeable well, All that's to, to come, watch. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, sure. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's a new Alhouse Jeep and I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to the fireworks. But you see we'll wait when, for his two goals then. See it when he grabbed... Um, <laughs> Um, Fabio was it Fabio or Raphael that played I forget for Man United oh with a hair pull yeah he it? grabbed his grabbed his hair yeah. it's great stuff no one was looking he just went I'm up sorry for Raphael <laughs> he just grabbed his hair <laughs> he was getting kicked out of the park can I yeah, well, yeah, he, you know he had his own say on that didn't he, <laughs> yeah, he, did, he, did, he did. <laughs> Jamie Carragher's um, tackle on Nani is one of the worst tackles I've probably yeah. seen in recent years he, um, yeah it was described as a deep gash wasn't it left yeah. in his leg which I sounds like that. a sort of like subgenre of dance music yeah. <laughs> I, c- I couldn't <laughs> see what was go- why like Nani just sat suddenly just sweating and crying mm. I was like I because he got wrong, up, didn't he? Yeah, because he stood up and then he looked at his leg and he went, ah, ah, ah. And uh, Yeah, it was one of those but delayed reaction ones. Butch, I think Butch was Wilkins was, oh, he was beside himself. He was so angry at half-time. Was it? it was shocking. Like, could have broken his leg. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Someone said to me the other day, oh, well, yeah, but it, it wasn't that high. Was like, any higher, it would have ruptured his spleen. They should have <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool should have taken a down, ball off. Yeah, exactly. Been, they they should have been down for nine men. They should have had one off each. Well, Maxi could have gone for that break down the leg. Yeah, that was down to, that on was Raphael. on Raphael, wasn't it? And then yeah, Raphael, like, didn't actually touch the player when he went and, yeah, alright, he could have hurt the player, but yeah. he was already just, oh my god, I've just been fouled horribly. Ah! <laughs> I don't know what's going on! Yeah, yeah. Lost strike out. <laughs> yeah. The logic you always get with this, though, is like, oh, we nice man, United Liverpool, isn't it? It's, got, it's always going to be a heated game, so you know the referee's got to be sensible. It's like it, it's down to the teams to stop mm. being heated. You can't just <laughs> let them do whatever they yeah. like. I always think in these situations, these sort of games, the referee can't win because if he pulls a yellow card out early, yep. first minute, yep. then everyone will say, oh, "We set a precedent there. Mm. It's his fault now. Not 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 twenty-two men are going to finish this game." But if he doesn't. Then you know he's not got control of the game. So what, what do you want him to do? It was I lovely to see Dowd, wasn't it? Stand. I think Dowd's a good ref. He did well there. Yeah, I think. He's a good referee. His time I think. Over his decision. Yeah. He loves himself. Of course he does. But they all do. Yeah. I, think, I, think, I think it's an idea to put on so much uh, extra time at, uh, at, at halftime because simply because there's so many stoppages. But he was just getting out of hand, and I just think he just wanted to blow up, but he couldn't because no. there's so, it'd been so much yeah. stoppage. One man, no matter how brave or strong he is, isn't going to go in and stop however many players. Unless he's Howard Webb. Exactly. Yeah. But the thing about Nani's. That injury it reminded me of um, when my sister, when we were younger, if she hurt herself, two footed, she she wouldn't cry until she saw the cut or whatever. Yeah, then yeah. oh, yeah, 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 she started yeah. crying. That's what Nanny did. And the Nanny was actually crying, I think, as well. Yeah. It looked like he it was. It looked yeah. bloody pain. I mean, oh, oh yeah, I'm not blaming him. It was awful. Uh, but he's he's quite annoyed at uh, Ferguson and, and Manchester United themselves not coming out and sort of defending giving, giving Liverpool yeah. to both barrels because they did that. Quite frankly, disgraceful sort of behaviour after the match. I don't understand why they were allowed, they're allowed to get away with this sort of thing constantly. Well, they'll get fined, I imagine. Mm. I mean, I'm pretty sure Ferguson gets fined every time he refuses to talk to the BBC. Yeah, he just doesn't care. <laughs> but, but, then, but then they say that nobody's c- complained formally to the Premier League. That, that and the BBC will, though, I reckon, at one point. Mm. 
BBC, right, def- the BBC de- generally do. And he, and he should talk it's to Sky. Sh- He's got to be careful, Ferguson. Well, they're the paymasters. Lights, don't they? And where does all the money come from? Do you know what I mean? It comes from there. And I know, I know Manchester United historically, probably in, in the last 10, 20 years, probably haven't used quite so much Sky money um, to buy players because uh, a lot of their spine has been uh, their youth team. But still, mm. the, the development. They, yeah, they yeah, still yeah. have the luxury players of uh, people like Rooney that they spent yeah. the money on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, they, later on in Ferguson's reign, they spent a lot of money. Before that, you're absolutely right. In the 90s, didn't spend as much, did they? No. Indeed. Uh, Arsenal. Mm, that's frustrating. Happy, happy with a clean sheet at home? God, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that, that offside decision is just not what you need, is it? <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> penalty there should have, should have been, I think, as well. Titus Brown was sort of like headbutt on Arshavin's arse, as I remember it. <laughs> bizarre. Nil nil at home. At least he's creative with his fouls. Yeah, indeed. Sunderland, I mean, Sunderland are going well, but it's, it's, it's within touching yeah, distance. The top they, of the league. They scored a goal though. That's the Mate. really frustrating thing for me—a legitimate goal. Yeah, but ahead of the Arsenal game, Sunderland lost three or four on the spin. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. They, they were to, doing all right be, for their position. Fair, they have, they have, they've got that game in hand, and it is against Spurs. So you'd expect that they would sort of raise their game a little yeah. bit after mm-hmm. their. Um, I guess it depends on how both teams get on the Champions League. Yeah. Yeah. Again, with with United losing, it's similar to when when Arsenal threw that. 4-0 lead away against, uh, against Newcastle it looks like a really bad result and, and obviously it is but again they're a point closer to United no, it so lost, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's a positive it's, it's a bare positive but it, but it is one bare positive it's a bare positive it is <laughs> like when, like when you, you go camping like you've, really, you've, you've actually packed your food like a hundred yards away from your tent so you're safe yeah, yeah. when, when has that ever happened <laughs> to anyone I was, I, was thinking it, I was thinking it was the opposite of a clothed positive <laughs> but uh, a Birmingham one West Brom three mm. Roy the boy Hudson yeah Lovely win on there. I think he needs to move to a big day. club, Roy. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> uh, that, Wolves three, Spurs three. One of the games of the season. I'd like to suggest. Fantastic Ooh. stuff. I think it was the best game I've seen this season. Was that yeah. right? Wolves, Wolves should easily have won that. Yeah, nice yeah. Um, tribute. To, nice tribute to Dean Richards, of course. Yeah, before the yeah. game, well Very judged, sp- I thought. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, indeed. What I also liked before the game was the uh, the, the montage of Mick McCarthy because they said he had the Midas touch against the top four sides. Or something. Oh, they did like Goldfinger. To Goldfinger. It was embarrassing, Marcus. That's what it was. It's Partridge, yes. You can't, you can't have Goldfinger about referencing Partridge. Do you know what? I like a bit of McCarthy. He, um, yeah, after the game, he sort of went, yeah, you know, I'm 35, but this is what, this is, look what this league's doing to me. You uh, know. You're not, Mick. <laughs> you're, consi- yeah. you're considerably older than that. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, I like him now. Sod you. They, uh, they, uh, Wolves are playing some good stuff. They, as mm. I said before, they struck me as the unluckiest team in the league. Look at the sending off decision. Uh, the sending off decision that should have been a red card. Why, did, gone. why didn't he go yeah, for, for Milias's tackle? The, um, the the goalkeeping blunder that led to a goal that was disallowed as well. It could easily have been a goal. Gomez yeah. didn't really ever have his hands on the ball when you look at the replay. He saved stood. the ball through a player. Mm. Now, if you're yeah. going to do that, all you can do as a goalkeeper is protect your goal. You can't just lunge past someone. If you're going to drop it and you're lunging past someone, that's your own bloody just, stupid I, decision. I, I, <laughs> it's a weird one because, as you alluded to a second ago, the Wolves' record at home against the big teams is excellent. And, and mm. if you look at Manchester United, can get can get a, at any point in there. So to, to Spurs, on paper, it may mm. look quite a good result. But... Um, you know, if you score three goals, Spurs score three goals of immense quality as well. Yeah. They'll be disappointed to concede at the back and, and that sort of stuff. But I mean, Wolves deserved it. I mean, and Marcus, as you say, it's a, it's a weird, like, weird like paradox because at the same time, Wolves were a bit unlucky because mm. they had that goal that could have stood mm. and, and they should have had a, and Hutton should have gone. Off, Hutton, yeah. for me, is a bit of a liability, I have, mm. to, I have to say. But, I mean, also late on, Gareth Bale. Um, Caused a lot of trouble, didn't he? Also, Defoe true. hit the post. Hit the post mm. yeah. yeah, that's it's true. Good yeah. to see Defoe back amongst the goals as well. Two really good goals. I think that was his first league goal since April or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I yeah. can't believe well, he, that. He's been injured, though. He has been injured, though. Hasn't yeah, he? but still, he's played a significant chunk in that time. Yeah. 
Speaking of strikers who haven't scored for a while, Zamora getting the winner for Fulham. Yeah, mm. nice uh, to see. Pellenty. A duff with two. Always scoring it. Well, not always. He didn't score against Chelsea, but often against his old clubs. Mm. Yeah. Did against Newcastle. Very bitter man. He played for Chelsea. Yeah, duff. he was brilliant for Chelsea. For a while, he and Robin were just devastating together. Front, in that front three, sort yeah. Of yeah, yeah, absolutely. I loved Ian Robin. He was brilliant. Ian Robin. What about Ian Holloway? He's alright as well um, Very unhappy with the, the penalty that uh, Chelsea got given against Blackpool Even though it was a penalty <laughs> um, And I loved what he said Chelsea beat Blackpool of course 3-1 I loved it, he said Well, Kalu couldn't wait to fall over And the referee couldn't wait to give it It was a penalty! <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah. having a, this is, you're He's a having, referee, he enjoys rules <laughs> <laughs> You're having a go now At a referee making a quick, decisive, correct decision <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where do we go from here? Well, that's the problem. It's, it's a serious point, though, because if managers were much more honest, when when they don't seem to realise if they were much more honest when the referee got things right, we'd have a lot more patience with them when mm. the decisions go against them. Because if you have, a, a, say, a decision like this is made, say that wasn't a penalty, and Holloway was going mental about it, and then Ancelotti came up and said, "Oh, I didn't see it," which is almost certainly what would happen. You don't get any sort of you don't get any sort of respect for them. No. Whereas if Ancelotti did say, "Oh, well, it probably probably didn't deserve that," you get you. you People would have a lot more respect for the managers and stuff. And it puts the pressure on the referees as well, because people more take pressure, what the indeed. managers say as gospel. You know, people... Well, if, if it is kind of 50-50 and, uh, and fancy that their manager thinks it's not a penalty, they're always going to subscribe more to patient, that, you know, yeah, more patient. One, of those, one of those things. Um, was I the only one thinking, give that penalty to Torres? Yeah, <laughs> give him the penalty because he, he needs David Lewis has scored before he has. Yeah, apparently yeah. Torres's record in terms of shots on target and stuff is worse than Shevchenko's at the same stage. Bloody which doesn't bear, which doesn't bode well. Oh, they're not going to ruin another. Doesn't great bear well. <laughs> doesn't bode well. You said bear well to start with. What, where's this word getting in everywhere? <laughs> I don't know. Can't bear to think. Uh, now, uh, oh, did you see Eric Cantona? On, was it Football Focus? He was, yeah, doing the old Cosmos. Now we've, we, yeah, well, we've mentioned the Cosmos we before. We, and we, may, yeah, we mentioned um, the chap who he kung fu kicked uh, mm. the other week on, on the pod. Uh, he said recently, that it was on the BBC, of course, that his kung fu kick on the Palace fan was um, possibly the highlight of his career. <laughs> He said, when I did the Kung Fu kick on the hooligan, love it, uh, uh, he said, because these kind of people don't have to be at the game. I think maybe it's like a dream for some, you know, sometimes to kick these type of people. Uh, so I did it for them, so they are happy. He's basically saying, I did it for the fans. Yeah. My, fa- my favourite quote was, yeah. I did it for the fans, it was like freedom for them. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think that if he ran into the guy now, he'd just beat him up. Yeah, yeah, maybe we, I mean, didn't, didn't we ever have a story a while back about that guy? What's his name? Matthew Skinner or something? Yeah, a kid's, kids. Yeah, yeah, the kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. from a kids' football game. He's obviously a terrible bloke. Terrible bloke. Uh, oh, let's go down to the championship. Cardiff nil, Ipswich two. Mm, Jimmy were, Bullard with yeah, a brace. But Cardiff were absolutely smashing that as well for mm-hmm. ages. I just couldn't find a way through. Jimmy Bullard. Jimmy Bullard. He's back for, on loan from Hull. Yeah, I'd forgotten all about Bullard. Forgive me. Great finish. <laughs> the first one in particular was it? Mm. I didn't see. I didn't see that game, but I did see that Portsmouth have now gone six wins on the bounce without conceding. <laughs> You're absolutely loving it, aren't you? I can't remember the last Great. time I did it. They definitely didn't do it in their pro- but, in their promotion season. But that is a that is a fair point because I think people. You forget that outside of the top four and all the big clubs and you know QPR and whatnot, for a club to go five or six wins on the bounce is incredible. Without, conceding, without conceding a goal, well, as well. and that's even more impressive. Yeah, it's great stuff, and it's all down to Cottrell. Yeah, big Steve. You see, mm. Forrest, Forrest couldn't manage a win. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> beat second team. They lost at home to Hull. Their home record's gone. Awful, mm. awful business. See what you've done now. See what happens to Hull when they get rid of Bullard? Problem he was. Problem in the dressing room. Yeah. <laughs> Forrest, have, uh, Forrest have got Chris Boyd on loan, haven't they? So it'll be interesting to see if it works out from there. How many forwards have they got? They've got nine forwards. Nine in the squad forwards. Now. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Mm. One at the back. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't need anyone else. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, right. Oh, SBL. Chris Commons, two goals for sale. That first one was a banana of a shot, wasn't it? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> what a goal. He did that against Rangers, didn't he, a swerver? Yes, he did. He's a very good player, obviously. Yeah, he's decent. Um, Rangers won. I think I'm going to have to give it up. Hearts lost at home <laughs> to Kilmarnock 2-0. Well, if Celtic and Rangers Are you on board, char- James? If Celtic and Rangers get charged yeah. for, um, for that brawl between them and get dock loads of points, no, points happen. Maybe. you never know. What is I'm happening to you? I'm trying to keep it alive for uh, you, mate. It's an illness. It's like we've been in a room for too long <laughs> with each you, other. You've always been my favourite. <laughs> Pete, turn their mics down. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, this is going to shit. <laughs> oh, I never thought you'd turn. <laughs> I'm just feeding the flames. Love it. <laughs> God bless you for that. How many points are they off the top now? Uh, Too many. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so, yeah, I, think I it's agree. Tw- Twelve, I think. Twelve. <laughs> Twelve. Um, <laughs> it's happened before, though, Pete, isn't it? Um, uh, Serie A. <laughs> uh, Milan got an important win last week against Napoli. Mm. Gives them a bit of uh, and a, another leeway. one against Juventus as well, didn't they? And Inter are up to second, aren't they? Inter, yeah, I believe so. What a difference a month and a bit makes. <laughs> Brazilian, <mate. laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Or is it Cassano? Almost certainly Cassano. Yeah. It's Sampdoria though, having a bad time without him. They sold, they offloaded him and, and Pazzini. Yeah, which was a, an odd move, really. Yeah. And, and they sacked their coach um, Di Carlo because of it. Dear, oh dear. What's, uh, what's Cassano got to do with Inter? You two. We're talking about Milan. I was talking about Inter. Sorry, I'm doing my own thing over here. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Did you see when Gattuso scored for for Milan against you? Fill in the blanks yourself. He sort of, he kind of like just lay on the grass, and they all piled in as they do. But they were kind of almost like rubbing his belly, like he was a dog. Who was this? Gattuso. No, um, uh, Gattuso. Gattuso. Really, really odd oh, yeah, celebration. Yeah. That's funny, isn't it? it Maybe he's just insisted on that, and too scared yeah. to not do it. He hasn't scored in something like three years. No, no. he's had a long time to plan it. Maybe heard, <laughs> maybe heard Pete likes him in a romantic <laughs> way, and he was spurred on. You I still, let, you still I let hold, her rub his belly. You still holding a candle for him, Pete? A beautiful hairy candle. <laughs> oh, Buffon should have saved that. Should, should have done better. Mm. Oh well, uh, Zlatan. He's um, declared himself the best player in the world. That's that box tick. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> What is that? Is he in a UFO now? Yeah, <laughs> he's upgraded. Um, I've got a little list of people that Zlatan looks like. Go on. Uh, a young Des O'Connor. No, you show me that picture. I'm not, yeah, I'm not that. sure. Faris Badwin from the Horrors. I don't, I don't know who, know. I don't know who he is. I don't know his face. Australian swimmer Ian Thorpe. Can't picture him. Oh, come on, you lot. <laughs> Bring this back, damn yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Give us the references we know. People on Twitter, back me up. Huh. He used to look like a mate of mine called Neil. He used to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Until that horrific car accident. <laughs> oh, Neil. I'm just trying to take the pressure off you, pal. <laughs> Call me Jose. Um, he said, uh, I'm the best player in the world. I really feel that way. You've been up. You're finished if you don't believe in yourself. And he said, I agree with him. I think that's fair enough. Not to this extent. Well, no, I think it's fair enough. If, if you go on the pitch as a footballer and believe in, in, your, in your own head, I mean, not, I'm not necessarily agreeing that you have to advertise it. <laughs> if you think that, it's fair enough, isn't it's, it? It's as Shakespeare said, isn't it? Back thyself. You have to. No, but this is a bit. Well, all right, fair enough. Uh, I don't think, what, what we're trying to say is, I don't think you're really going to get anywhere in your profession if you go on the pitch and go, well, I'm fucking terrible. Not that good. No, but that's not what he's saying. He's basically saying he's. A, he, well, he, he is saying he's the best player in the world. No, but I think his justifi- justification. I was going to say justification there. <laughs> justification. <laughs> the KLF. Yes. <laughs> it's basically what Luke was saying that he, he thinks, you know, you've got you to have confidence in yourself, you've got to believe in yourself and I, just keep. Do you think he's the best player in the ramble then, Luke? 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, make what you will of that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, oh, and Man United, there's reports that they're interested in Palermo's um, Javier Pastore, mm. the Argentinian player. I don't believe club. those reports. He's different class, though. Yeah, he's class, yeah. Serie A, young footballer of the year last year. Mm. Got a few goals this season as well, 10 mm. or so, I think. Absolutely superb. Uh, in the Bundesliga. Chiseled. Yeah. Oh, he's, the thing I like about him is he's yep. tall, yes. sort of around my height, like six, two and a half ish, very rakishly thin, mm. similar to myself. But at the same time, he's got a not decent. This is going back to that Paddy thingy show, isn't it? <laughs> he's got a decent amount of core strength, though. So he's not. He doesn't get knocked mm. too easily. Ah. Uh, in the Bundesliga, did you see um, Marcel Janssen's goal uh, against yeah, Mainz? Ridiculous! Is it? That made the 1966 <laughs> final of the season yeah. look like a clear-cut effort. Yeah, it takes so, something to stand out in refer- bad refereeing decisions this season, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that it really, does. really does. The ball we had to import one in. <laughs> the ball so hit the bar and came back out to the point of um, the, the, his teammate tried to then put the ball in and put it wide, and he walked mm. off with his arms in the air, and the linesman gave it, and it was about what well, half a foot in front of the line. Like, it wasn't even. It's like what Luke did to you earlier with the points. He's just claimed it, and d- d- yeah. without thinking, he's gone. Yeah, all right. As my as my my, my um, kids' uh, football team coach used to say to me, if the referee's not sure, he give it to whoever shouts the loudest. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> so you get out there, get 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 a, get, a, get, a, get a, the peel in there. But the one thing about it was, I didn't see the rest of the guy in the game. Um, but that, that made Hamburg go one 0 up, didn't they? But they lost four two in the yeah. end. I like to think the referee made that t- the rest of the game just putting things right, <laughs> just giving ridiculous penalties <laughs> to the other team and stuff. Yeah, that's true. I true. hope that happened. Incidentally, Sepp's come out recently saying that. Tied of shorts. We're sipping the crowd there, and the camera just pans through him as a goal we're given. He just sat there just shook his head. No, <laughs> not giving it. Not yeah. He's come out of his shell. The shape-shifting reptile. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Are they even shells? <laughs> I don't know. After <laughs> David Ike. Ones, Cam. <laughs> After David Ike. Um, uh, he says that goal line technology uh, will be used at the World Cup in Brazil if a suitable so, system mm. is approved in time. Isn't it got to be a hundred percent accurate within one second? <laughs> that's that's the that's the criteria. But that's what Hawkeye has with tennis, isn't it? Hawkeye were testing it, and they had exactly that. And then apparently right. it was—I think it was actually the FA that made them stop for some reason. Oh, okay, right. Mm, indeed. Now then, actually, didn't they also ban snoots? Yeah, they have. Yeah, they have banned from snoots. July. Yeah, I think they should change it so the referee is the ref bot from Robot Wars. Mm. Not but, and like similarly aggressive he, as well. He rarely gets things wrong, Jim. Indeed, as simple as that. <laughs> Craig Charles presenting. Yeah, why not? Terrible ideas mm. all round. Mm. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, um, Chechnya played uh, Brazil. Did you watch the game? Speaking yeah. of which, Chechnya. An <laughs> <laughs> awful like. No, sorry. Um, they did. I did watch a bit of it actually. Yes. Um, oh, it was incredible. It affair. was chaos. I saw. A, I saw about <laughs> a minute of it, and there was a goal. Well, there was, was. There were, there were two twenty-minute halves. It's basically the, the biggest sort of vanity project for the, oh, it's the leader. Disgusting. It is, it, yeah. it's, it's shocking. But the, the, the lineup for Brazil was just beautiful. Uh, Romario and Bebeto were involved. What? Cafu, <laughs> Jalminha, Elba, Danielson, um, uh, Zico. Yeah, Dunga captain the team. Didn't see Maria play as well. Yep, there was yeah. a, a few. Rai, I think, was in there as well. Zico, Socrates' brother. Yeah, was yeah. it? <sighs> what did Socrates think of that? Mm. I, don't, I don't think he approved. I wouldn't have thought. Do you think he was offered? Nah, no. He's <laughs> old now. Oh, I don't know. Socrates is old no, he's now. Very, very old. <laughs> I suppose he could. People can't be bothered to offer Socrates anything because every time he gets offered something, on the other end of the phone, he just sort of goes. 
well, I may play and I may not. <laughs> I'm having a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then for Chechnya, there was a, a few government officials, um, uh, former Russian internationals. Remember, um, forgive pronouncing. Colonel Gaddafi. His son. They could have got him involved. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a player. Uh, Best Chasnich, I think it was, it was pronounced. Oh, the um, Russian player, real journeyman. Ex, he was. Um, he played in the La Liga for a while. Yeah, he did. Also, Oliver Kahn and Lothar Mateus in there. Yeah. I didn't. What did Kahn play? I don't think he the, played. The, the feed I watched it on at Chechnya. Today.com. Um, you <laughs> I think we all watched it, it so, on that. It was so grainy you couldn't make out who was who. The only reason I could recognise Jalmini was by his flicks. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I might have got that wrong. Hullet played. Hullet? Yeah. Because, well, he's there, isn't he? Tarek Grosny coach. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't make sense for him. I think that was part of his deal. Yeah. <laughs> who's, 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 how big is Romario now? He must what be what size. Was, in Chechnya, they all know him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, I think he's, <laughs> he's top of the charts. <laughs> I think he's a bit green around the gills. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the keeper for Brazil? Was it Zetti? I don't know. Fat. Yeah. What, what was the score in the end? It was... When uh, I turned off, it was 3-2, and the, and the Chechnya leader had missed two penalties. He was wearing tracksuit bottoms. I think I saw him score, actually. Did he yeah, score he did score. End? Yeah. All he needed to do was just put them mildly near the corner. Yeah. And it's in. Yeah. The keeper was this little tubby guy. Very very happy-looking chap, as you would be. Yeah. I reckon at least it's 100 grand each. Yeah, Maybe even more. They're not going to be going there for the for the scenery. <laughs> no, not for the sporting challenge. Either yeah, way, yeah. public spending is taking a dive. To paraphrase uh, a Noel Gallagher co- comment, there's a hundred thousand reasons they're playing at Brazil against Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Oh, sorry, against Chechnya. Um, uh, yeah, but the, the Chechnya pre- uh, president. He did get the goal. bleeds, we can kill it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was playing up front. He said uh, before the game, I'm in great physical condition. He's not. Um, <laughs> I will captain the team. I've lost five to six kilos, especially, so that I'll be able to play until the end. However long they play, I'll be able to defend and attack. Well, more like just attack. <laughs> this is Worrying. grotesque, isn't it? Do you reckon? He, do, you, do you reckon? Though, like, I mean, they're still professional football, and he's uh, categorically not. Do you reckon he sort of went right in your contract? You got a? Yeah. Did you? I don't know if you saw the, the, any of the game, Pete. They didn't touch him. <laughs> it was no. ridiculous, wasn't it? Was it? So you're suggesting like a little FC start sort of situation where they've been told, Wait, mm. come on, maybe. Uh, no. Yeah, but FC start. So, no. No. no, 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 no. Wait, look, no one's going to shoot Romario for, for tackling the president of Chechnya. Oh, but the Lino <laughs> never gave. The, the if Romario, president offside if Romario did get shot and he like complained to the police he'd be like yeah I'll, I'll get shot, shot like 400 times <laughs> yeah. I was riddled with cent. bullets yeah. <laughs> you've got one ricochet then yeah. um, I'll claim it yeah that's right yeah, yeah. <laughs> he also wore the number 10 shirt I think Kadarov did he's, listen he's on free kicks peno <laughs> yeah. captain all that sort of stuff yeah, yeah. Any, any oggies go to him yeah absolutely yeah. well it's been suggested also that another game might be planned for the 9th of May so maybe I think he's even set up his own dubious goals panel. To be fair, if I ran a government, I'd do this sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why people like us aren't running government. <laughs> uh, oh, shall we d- make Crossrail and upgrade the tube system? No. Or <laughs> <laughs> to the ball pool, yeah, playboy yeah. bunnies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See all those homeless people there. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, also, talking of um, uh, special one-off games, Ronaldo, mm. Brazilian Ronaldo, has been given uh, a final farewell uh, farewell match for the national side against Romania on June the seventh. I think it's going to be. Is that is that a uh, an already planned friendly that they already had? In so that be the full team, the current team. I, don't, I, I would imagine this is probably a special one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I chose Romania though. Hmm. 
Both Who knows? Yellow. Yellow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yellow. That wouldn't be the reason. Uh, if anything, just... that's the reason not to it. <laughs> it, it kind of it sounds like it's a bit of a tribute to the man himself, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Romania. Yeah, it's true, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah like good, Jimbo, yeah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, uh, yeah, they did that also with Romario, Zico and Pele. They were honoured. With, with, uh, and someone said Beckham several times. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, Corinthians are also doing the same same thing. So he's he's got two more games. I want to see PSV and Barca do the same. And Real, yeah, and Real Madrid. I'll play Romania. After one after another, <laughs> until Ronaldo's knees explode again. <laughs> it's tantamount to how good the man Mutu is. He's essentially getting these like retirement parties. that yeah. are actual games. It's brilliant. It's kind of at the moment. There, be at that one at the moment. There was a brilliant. Oh, uh, yes. There was a brilliant clip, clip of uh, Ronaldinho dressed. I. Oh, Oh God! What was he dressed like? He was dressed in like a white suit with a hat, and he was playing the drums at uh, a carnival. Oh, what a piece of work! Is that this, is, is magnificent. Is this still contracted Ronaldinho, who's supposed to be playing for Milan at the moment? I'm going to stick it on Ramble too. No, 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 no. It's concert for Of course, he has points. Yeah, 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 of course, yeah. He can do what he wants. Yeah, true, yeah. Oh, it was a ridiculous suit He looked like I don't know Like those people That lead out the cheerleaders At yeah. the World Series Oh is he like them He has got a smile and a half Hasn't he Despite <laughs> me forgetting That he's not at me now anymore He still would be doing that If he wasn't me now. Yeah, That's yeah of course I, Yeah that's what they got rid of Oh you might as well Good lad <laughs> Fair enough uh, Oh staying in uh, South America In the De Metropolitana League In Argentina um, I know we've all been Watching that of late 36 red cards Were shown in one game what a mess that was What a mess um, that was, I think that was Every single player yep. Every single sub yep. And quite a few technical staff Yeah mm. I mean, there were, there were fans involved in the brawls as well, so if he could have sent them off, he would That's wouldn't. why South American brawls are much better. Yeah. Because the fans get involved. <laughs> the <only> unity. <laughs> it's more unity, isn't it? Yeah. It's all-inclusive. The, <laughs> the only thing even approaching a South American-style brawl was in the Champions League. Do you remember when Inter played Valencia? Yeah. And there was a massive brawl. That was p- professional. Well, people were kicking each other in the face and stuff. Mm. Yeah, but the fans weren't involved. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's oh, we, we, good. We've just got our Verit Cantona just kicking one man. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. To satisfy our bloodlust. Yeah. Well, the referee was uh, Damien Rubino, so maybe it's the highlight of his career. I don't know. Probably is. It'll certainly be remembered. The previous. Um, was that the, the a Paraguayan one? game before? Was it the record before? Correct. That? But it was only about 20 reds, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, 20. Only. Well, yeah, sorry, yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, the keepers battled it out afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that. Shooting yeah. from goal kicks. Yeah. Yeah, also in Colombia. There was an owl kicking incident. Did you see this? <laughs> oh, bloody hell. I saw it and it was horrific. When, when are they going to stop this? It was, it was awful, Jim, honestly. Mm. Yeah, Armageddon. It, it, was, it was a little while ago, but he was trying. He said that he was. Uh, there was an owl that um, died, sort of landed on the on the pitch, and one of the players just. Kicked it. Yeah, it was awful. It, it wasn't dead though, was it? No, no, it wasn't just dead at the point of drunk. Kicking. No, it was yeah. still because you could still see it moving around. So the guy kicked it. You could just pick. Where's the logic? In it was that? right near the touchline. You could just picked it up. Well, uh, I don't know, yeah. could have got rabies. Shound Can they carry rabies? Fr- frowned upon at Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, it would be, yeah. The owls. Yeah. There we go. I never want him to find me in some sort of respiratory, respiratory uh, distress. No. It's him kicking me to hospital. It's unlikely, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Living as you do in North London. There's probably <laughs> there's several people between you and him. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, it's time for emails. Mmm. Oh. Thank you very much to uh, Ed for that uh, very strong, a very beautiful strong. piece of work. Ed, take the afternoon off. <laughs> <laughs> take, <laughs> Super. A, take a bloody bow. Ed win. <laughs> James, what have you got for us? I've got an email, um, as is traditional in this section. Yes, yeah, um, really. Hello, Ramble. 
It's all of us. <laughs> Following your revelation that the footballer Breda Hangeland's name aligns perfectly to the Jurassic Park theme tune, I thought you might find it interesting to know that I find it impossible to pronounce the name of Senegalese footballer Papa Booba Diop without singing it to the tune of the castle slash Bowser levels on Super Mario World. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Keep up the good work. That's Eric King. So that'll be Papa Booba Diop or Papa Booba Diop. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure which one he means, yeah. but it works Papa brilliantly. Yeah, because I saw that email, but I couldn't work it out. Yeah, Papa yeah. Booba Diop. I wonder if you could get the whole song with the names of footballers. That'd be good. I can't be bothered to do Danny that. Danny Baker, out to you. Someone did it at Danny Baker's show uh, to the Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but like, Mario Brothers seems a better song. Than yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Gary Lineker Speaking of Gary Lineker Oh you saw him this morning Saw him this morning Having a jog mm. I've never seen him before Having a jog Was he <laughs> the Nicking crisps or whatever it is? He is He's he he a specimen Is this the is same he? place You saw Lampard and his missus No 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 That was different Okay Different place but Lineker apparently looks well. Mark Lineker, if, to me, Luke, <laughs> if you were 35, you'd be happy to look like that. I thought yeah. I'd be happy to look like that now. He's 50. Yeah. Uh, he must live, you know, not too far, in, in, in what I would imagine my area is now called Striker's Paradise. Oh, <laughs> I imagine. We're all there. Not, I imagine. When are you moving out? Hey! <laughs> when they increase the rent. I imagine that his, his skin cells are just kind of dying though because he's got a lot of tan a lot of yeah. uh, sort of mm. fake tan on there but is it fake it's or is it a lot of holiday skeleton by now no, but you're still not good to expose yourself to the sun so much you'll go all rubbery no, but, but <laughs> leathery leathery that's true maybe but in living in Spain for those sort of uh, couple of years he did mate he's a good base tan mm. Mm. well, well uh, I, the last um, what was the last um, footballer you saw out in the wild Luke because I saw uh, Gareth <laughs> Southgate recently oh, yeah, just before he took the uh, FA job yeah. I can't remember actually I can't remember the last one I saw no. I'm not really sure in the oh. wild it's not a competition no if I th- I'll have a think about it and get back to you <laughs> alright well I've got an email as well Oh, it's under a load of other pieces of paper. I found it now. Don't worry, everyone. Uh, <laughs> this is from Kane. <laughs> Kane. Kane from Livorno, uh, Italy. I'm not from Mortal Kombat. Worldwide no. ramble. Is there a Kane in Mortal Kombat? Isn't that Kane? Kane. Oh, is that the rapper? It's Kane. Yeah, but I. Isn't Kane a wrestler? Mm. Jim, he's he's violent, whatever he is. There is a wrestler called Kane. Let's assume it's the same one. Read it in the style of a wrestler, if you will. Do you ramble? No. Uh, <laughs> just thought you might like to hear a quote I read in, in the Italian newspaper, the Gazzetta dello Sport. Uh, in an interview with Ibra, he was asked what he thought of himself compared to another great Milan centre forward, uh, Marco Van Basten. Zlatan was quoted saying, When you talk about me and Marco, it's impossible to compare us because you can't compare legends to one another. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up the great work, lads. Kane from Livorno. Great one, Kane. Thank you very much. Kane! So See? I can't believe the British press didn't pick up on that one. They're <laughs> <laughs> normally pretty good. Yeah, yeah excellent Super. stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. Uh, um, <laughs> now, uh, we've mentioned before on the pod, haven't we, that sometimes when we see former players as pundits and TV personalities, we can forget what great players they were. Mm-hmm. Well, because we repeat ourselves quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> this man could be put into that category. It's Rude Hullet. Oh, sexy football. Sexy <laughs> footballer. Also. Yeah. What, what did he do before he managed Newcastle? I don't know if he did anything. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> he did some stuff. We're going to we're going to talk about that. But but first the first thing he did was that he was born on September the 1st, 1962, 5 years before the summer of love. Indeed. Mm. Mm. So Indeed he lived he through the summer of love. He did. Yeah. yeah, and was probably better for it. <laughs> the summer of lank because he was quite lanky. Yeah, he was. Yeah, rakish. Yeah. Mm. Uh, now, here's a tout for you James or Jim. One of the most successful and accomplished Dutch players 
in their history. Mm. I've got absolutely no problem with that. That is not saying something. Yeah, it's true. But they've had some players, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you, he's he's probably one of the more complete players. I think. Yeah, complete player. Definitely. Everything. I mean, he's graceful. He was strong. He was uh, uh, right down to the drullet. Any position. Any yeah, well, that's position. what I was going to say. You might say he's one of the more complete players ever because yeah. he was such a good player all over the pitch. Yeah, yeah. good drill through, well. through the middle of the pitch, really. Defender, yeah. midfielder, yeah. and forward. A total footballer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the the drullet, the dreadlock mullet. Mm. I think Eddie Temple Morris coined that phrase, mm. and God bless him for that. Uh, at the age of ten, it was reported that he was um, playing on the uh, the mean streets with Frank Reichardt. Yeah, he was. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That I, is I, incredible yeah. if you think about it. David, well, well, we'll come on to I it. Think, I think Robin well. Van Persie, and I forget who else is. Too young. Another, no, there's, another, <laughs> um, there's another current player that was just, it's exactly the same story. They grew okay, up playing right. street. I heard Reichardt were childhood friends, and grew up on the same estate. I'm pretty sure that's true. Absolutely incredible. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, he signed his uh, first professional contract uh, with uh, Harlem at the age of Harlem. 16. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. It's two A's. Though, two A's. Yeah, two A's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, what I was thinking. Nazel, Globetrotters. He made his debut at the age of sixteen, becoming the youngest player ever to play in the Dutch league. Now he started out playing centre back for them, a libero type of role. Love a libero, sort of mm. Beckenbauer kind of thing. Yeah. Apparently, a bit of a. Luke Moore? Yes. Well, Thank you, you're too kind. It's uh, <laughs> Rude Hillett has had a lot of delusions of grandeur. <laughs> so it's, it's a fitting comparison. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Um, the comparisons may stop because he averaged as a centre back one goal uh, in every three games. Decent. <laughs> Unbelievable. Mm. Windass esque, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> um, in, in 1981, he made his debut for Holland on his 19th birthday. That's a lovely birthday. Yeah, mm. yeah. Depending on the result, really. Oh, could I be horrible. I think they lost two once. Oh, what? Oh, come on. It's a friendly. I'd imagine. <laughs> just because <laughs> it's your birthday, I mean, you can coast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, Feyenoord. Um, that birthday's turned into a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Feyenoord fancied a bit of him. Yeah. So they got him. They, they signed him up. Um, Played uh, with with in the same team uh, final as Johan Cruyff. Mm. He was winding his career down by that, that point. Mm. Cruyff. Yeah. Well, he probably wasn't that good then, was he? Oh really? yeah, rubbish. <laughs> um, now for, their, for them, they put him further up the field. Scored forty goals in one hundred and one appearances as a more uh, the kind of creative midfielder. Yeah. It's still a great record. Mm. Mm. He's a striker. You'd probably be pleased with that. Unless you were Dixie Dean. Um, <laughs> and he did the League Cup double that year in 1984 uh, Dutch player of the season Then he moved to PSV Eindhoven Won the league uh, in his two seasons there Also won the Ballon d'Or in 1987 That's right And who did he dedicate it to? Uh, Nelson Mandela Nelson Mandela yeah, he, was very, he, was, uh, he was still in prison on Robben Island Hullet was, um, was really, really uh, supportive of Mandela when, Before it became fashionable to do so yeah. And I think Mandela even said to Hullet and later on a number of years later Mandela said to him oh I've got something along the lines of I've got many friends now but when I was in prison I didn't have many yeah. uh, and you, but you were definitely one mm. of them to Hullet can you imagine Mandela yeah, they're, they're big powers <laughs> apparently yeah. Yeah. Hullet's always been very sort of forthright in his opinions about things like that isn't he Which, and it's, it's great it's to see politically that. active mm. isn't he released like protest songs or stuff he has yeah, yeah. So yeah really did, really in, in 1988 that was uh, with Revelation Time it was about a that was a group that was a group called Revelation yeah uh, I forget the name of the song I think it was number three in the Dutch charts the much coveted spot Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying anything away Champions from League place But I'm, I'm going I'm to say Two Unlimited <laughs> Yeah okay uh, My argument is invalid uh, What I would I would also say though With regards to Dedicating his award 
to Nelson Mandela. He, he later on visited Robben Island, Rude Hullet, of course, uh, and he met um, some guys there who were cellmates of Mandela. And he said that when he dedicated his award, they, uh, they said that they couldn't believe what Hullet had done. And basically because of the way their thinking had been altered through apartheid, they thought, your award's going to be taken off you for saying that. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. So, you know, it was such a, uh, an incredible gesture, really. Um, in 1988, of course, he did release the single, uh, but he also um, captained the Dutch national team to their first major trophy, winning Euro 88. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what's going to be the bigger high? Yeah, you know. well, what was yeah? Uh, you decide, listeners. Mm. It's, easy to, it's easy to sort of forget about Euro Tech to a certain extent because there was only about eight teams in it. I think it was a very mm. small tournament. There's two groups. It was, and, uh, and England got a bat. Well, we, we, we lost every game. <laughs> yeah. We came bottom of our group. And Van Basten scored a hat trick against us, ripped us to pieces. Yeah, but the Irish beat us. Ray Houghton, I think it was. Hullet was excellent in that game, though. He yeah, really he was. was excellent. Him yeah. and Van Basten up front. God. <laughs> Scary, James. It is. Um, they both scored in the final against the Soviet Union. Uh, hang on a minute. That is not doing any service to Van Basten's goal. Well, hang on, I was about... <laughs> Good, go on. Let me. Well, <laughs> 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 it scored a header, of course, and a lovely, powerful, close-range header it was. With his, like, dreadlocks, like, whipped the ball, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Delish. Mm. Um, and then um, Van Basten scored Taffy. a volley. Taffy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Van Basten scored the greatest goal of all time. Should have crossed greedy. Yeah. yeah. An <laughs> angular volley. I thought we were funny, but Hullet was wide open on the back nice finish but next time yeah um, <laughs> lift your head yeah and of course he teamed up with Van Basten and Frank Reichardt his childhood friend mm. at Milan uh, forming a lovely little Dutch trio under Arrigo Sacchi yeah love a trio didn't they Milan yeah Baresi was involved there Maldini that was a team if you're talking about an influential group of Dutchmen <laughs> Euro 88 um, Van Basten had scored in the final yeah uh, European Cup final 89 Milan beat Steyr Bucharest 4-0 Hullet scored 2 Van Basten scored 2 one of those goals was a brilliant volley mm. uh, in the 1990 European Cup final Frank Rijkaard scored the winner I think he did 1-0 yeah. Yeah, so they, they're influencing finals all over the place against yeah. Sven's Benfica Sven's Benfica Sven's Benfica Sven's Benfica thank you but honestly well Hullet's sec- I think Hullet's first goal in the European Cup final was a tapping but his second Sto- Haji Stoya um, stepped <laughs> off him about 12-15 yards out and he's rifled the volley in the top corner and he's off he's off <laughs> there's only one way to, to do a volley and it's to rifle it yeah Indeed, yeah. Um, he was always very good at law volleys, as I recall. Like sort of that one he did against Southampton, as I recall. As a oh, that's a I'm sure that was a great shot. Of like yeah. just just the swivel and sort swivel of his hips and got over the ball. So law, yeah. yeah. Wow. He scored a couple of nice ones for Chelsea like that. Yeah. Uh, he was also going back to it. He was also uh, in the Dutch national team for Italia '90. Didn't have a brilliant tournament, the, the Dutch. They were out by, by Germany. Germany. West Germany yeah. So were we. So <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. All the best teams were. Yeah. Uh, he did score a nice one against the Irish, though. Nice little move. Um, I, mean, I think finished the, off. The group that. That was Group F, and England, Re- Republic of Ireland, Holland, and Egypt. And that's that's a right. Rubbish right. group. Yeah. yeah. Egypt went out because three went through. Yeah. Because um, only twenty four teams. Well, the only one game was was not a draw, and that yeah. was us against Egypt. And Mark Wright scored, which meant Egypt went home, and England, Republic of Ireland, and, and, and Holland went and through. The Dutch, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Uh, now we go, go for just a, a couple of years he was obviously having a good time at Milan although started to pick up a few injuries he left Milan for Sampdoria in 93 teaming up with David Platt mm. I think wasn't he quite angry about that I think didn't yeah. Milan basically think he was in the knackers yard yeah. just yeah. send him out to Sampdoria that's mm. right yeah uh, he won the Italian Cup um, with Sampdoria he was there I think he was there for a season then he was back to Milan then back at Sampdoria and then he sort of but he was back at Milan for like six months or so wasn't yeah he? he went sort of back and forth between the two like um, he was having an affair yeah. Uh, Easy. Your words, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Can I personally distance myself? <laughs> <laughs> what? Wrong with that? Uh, well, um, there were stories kicking around. <laughs> I was going to say, you'll, you'll see when we're at the end. Um, uh, he didn't play for Holland at uh, USA 94 because um, he had a bust up with the manager. Can you believe that? No, Holland. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> Before the tournament. Which was yeah. quite courteous of him, I thought. Yeah. Usually they save it for the big stage. Yeah. Uh, and then in 1995, he made the move to West London and signed for Glenn Hoddle's Chelsea. He was mm. loving it on the King's Road, wasn't he? Mm, he did. Cosmopolitan Villet. Hey. Loving it. Um, uh, uh, Chelsea, one can't forget that they were very much a mid table side yeah. back mm. in those mm. days. Quite unfashionable. There was a great Hullet quote because he started off at centre back on the yeah, whole, yeah, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. There's a great quote where Hullet just massively bigs himself up and he says something like, Oh, it was annoying playing centre back, and the reason I got moved forward is because. Because the ball would come over I wouldn't header it I'd bring it down yep. I'd tag a man on <laughs> yeah. I'd put it into space and the right back wouldn't even be there yeah that's <laughs> right <laughs> it's like, okay but the way that he sort of says the court sort of suggests that Hoddle was genuinely frightened that he would lose the ball at any moment so that's why he pushed yeah. him into yeah. the yeah. field yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want you beating a man on the D you don't mess around no one on the D Hoddle would have said no one does that apart from maybe D <laughs> <laughs> he would have done and then slid in hard yeah Hoddle did say yeah with regards to these things you're right in, in what you're saying about um, you're trying to take it down and pass it to the teammates you wouldn't know what to do with it uh, and he said rude it would be better if you do these things in midfield yeah. <laughs> so, so he moved him up there um, and uh, he adjusted very well he was named runner up to Eric Cantona uh, as footballer of the year he's a one man spine isn't he <laughs> he really is great stuff just like to, go, to, go with his, <laughs> to go with his own lanky spine, and it wasn't. Um, and it wasn't that fashionable for players to come to the Premier League. Then remember, no, yeah, he was one of the first. It was like a retirement home, home, wasn't it? Burke Campen. Yeah, we were the MLS back in the day. I suppose it sort of was a retirement home for for, for, for Hull, I suppose. Well, he was kicking up, but he could have gone to a, uh, some big clubs, though. Yeah. To be mm. fair, well, hang on, no disrespect. Well, the, but not at the time they weren't. No, true, no, yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. No, know. I agree with you. I just. Um, wasn't the there emails. some famous <laughs> <laughs> he was one of the first big foreign signings in the premiership which I don't think it's stupid to say helped the league get where it is today absolutely did yeah yeah, Lombardo right. came over after him. Why the Lombardo went to Palace? Yeah. Brolin. <laughs> <laughs> Who can forget at the same club? Winston Bohada. Salenzi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't have a go at the brush. <laughs> yeah. All right. You've gone too far there, Peter. <laughs> Sorry, lads. Mm. Ravanelli. You, you, you've hurt your second team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, indeed. I mean, uh, I can remember at 1990 when he played, and I thought he was the best player in the world. Mm. I was a young lad at the time. Nah, that's not a controversial shout, though. I mean, right. 
No, but I mean, he was one of those players. He was absolutely up there. You, look, you, look, he, you looked at him and you just thought, wow. He was like a lovely swan what with dreads. Because he was all like bendy. You thought, wow, what a moustache. Mm. What a moustache. One of those players where if you've got hair like that, or if you've got a Valderrama sort of afro, you have got to back it up. You've got to perform. You know what I mean? <laughs> you've got to be good to stand yeah. out for your play always, as well as your look. Always seem to get in his eyes. I never understood. Like, because I'm. I'm the Alice band hadn't been invented, Pete. But you need to tie that back, surely. Yeah. I agree with you. No, I don't know. The, um, wasn't my decision. <laughs> the, the medals and awards would disagree with you. Yeah. 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 Well, imagine what he could have achieved. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> he could have won the Premier League. Yeah. Um, uh, of course, uh, he took over as player coach at Stamford Bridge, Chelsea, winning um, the FA Cup in 1997. And he took Chelsea, I think, to fourth place in the league, which was no mean feat. And then he mm. was sacked the following season. Mm. He was player coach for them. Lest we forget, and then he went to manage Newcastle United, Pete. Mm. This is where the profile kind of begins to get a bit more sexy football. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a bit of a culture shock for him, to, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Dropping a Shearer for the derby was a good move, wasn't it? Mm. <laughs> and alienating local hero and captain Robert Lee as well. Yeah. Yeah. We're sort of also saying that the uh, Milan derby is way better than the Wearside uh, Tyne derby. <laughs> it's just, that's a big that's a big thing to tell no, you. I actually agree right? with that. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't say it to the supporters, no, do you, really? True. So I've got, this is nothing! Yeah. <laughs> But, you uh, think this is good? I'll yeah. tell you what, <laughs> I've played in some games before. Yeah. He, uh, he wasn't he the most, per- he wasn't yeah. the most <laughs> personable uh, uh, of people, and I think his, his ego was, was you know, un- unleashed uh, upon the squad. But I think, to a certain extent, he earned it. <laughs> to, yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah. to a huge extent. But he didn't even give Robley a, a squad number, did he? Yeah, he, he, just, he just completely, completely dropped terrible. him. And I think, I think he tried to sort of divide and conquer the squad. He wanted to be the big man in, 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 the, uh, in the dressing room and stuff. Big man on campus, yeah. And um, so he knew that Lee was good friends with Shearer, so he dropped uh, Lee and tried to sort of. But that sort of clip where, in the, to be fair, he took us to an FA Cup final. But yeah. I mean, he did follow Dag Leach, who had done the exact same thing, yeah. and they, he finished in exactly the same position, 13th. So it's kind of, yeah, I, I, he just fell out with Shepard and fell out with all the players, and then I, just I think one of the off. one of the things he did from memory that um, that everyone got annoyed about was that didn't he say at some point, oh, well, the derby, it's just another game. It's just another game or something, and then all the Newcastle. Oh, he downplayed it. Yeah. yeah, got a bit annoyed about that. And uh, they, they yeah. dropped Shearer for the derby, didn't they? Yeah, to make and a point Ferguson sort of for uh, naughty, naughty. Mm. So yeah, not a happy time in Newcastle. He resigned. Uh, it wasn't sacked. He was resigned. He resigned in August nineteen ninety nine. Uh, he also had stints at Feyenoord uh, a few years later. LA Galaxy. Yeah. Mm. Cool. So now he's in uh, Chechnya with uh, Terek Grozny. He fell out with the management at. Um, at Terek Grozny. No, no. He, he, fell out no, with he the wants to be careful about that. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, wait for that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> he, he fell out with the management at uh, in America yeah, because, yeah. because over um, Baba Yaro, he signed him up and he was clearly rubbish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> zero idea. Um, so yeah, an incredible career. But what a player, eh? Yeah. yeah. What Let's remember player. the good times. Yeah. Exactly. Well, he's primarily a, pl- a player. He's not yeah. had that much of a management. No, he, he has. He had a good season with Chelsea, but you know, mm, it, yeah. it, some some players don't make 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 the leap. But he was a what a player. He was yeah. indeed. Uh, it's also worth pointing out, I think, that his third and current wife um, is the niece of yes, James uh, <laughs> <laughs> is the niece of uh, Johan Cruyff. Mm. There you go. You see, is, is he trying to create some sort of super child? Yeah, is it just uh, some ego like, project? Um, trying to like live for his son <laughs> again, or, or like a Gero and the daughter of Maradona. Yeah, yeah. or a total family. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that works. Um, but I'll. I'll uh, What's it like it, as as it happens? Like if, if, if <laughs> the son if, becomes if, the dad, if, if, if the dad's doing like the washing up and he gets to go and do something else, the son can slot in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or if yeah. the dad if the dad sleeps in, the son can go to work for him. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's total family, yeah. Richard. Rude, uh, rude. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, he should have stayed. He's still there. Um, of course, he's now a pundit on, on Sky Sports, lest we forget. But I shall end with a quote from George Best. Oh. Bestie uh, said this about Rude Hullet. He said, He has all the skills. Uh, he's not afraid to do things with the ball. And he looks as if he's enjoying every second of it. By my reckoning, that's what makes him an even better player the Maradona Ooh, Ooh, best high praise in it comes to the Dean Windass Hall of Fame come on in Rude Hullet ladies and gentlemen that is the end of the show I hope you've had a wonderful time uh, if you want to get in touch with us the new email address the new email address is show s H O W. Well, I struggled there. Yeah. Show at thefootballramble.com. Uh, and uh, thefootballramble.com is where it's all happening, Jane. Mm, there's loads of blogs over there and all kinds of different things. Uh, it's time for Jim's patented now blog it, round. It is, yeah. In, it's my <laughs> favourite part of the show. In yeah. this week's Ramble blog, Andy Brassel spends a weekend touring the Bundesliga, taking a trip to St. Pauli, so have a look at that. And Chris Mann does the same around Spain. Uh, Joel Richards looks at River Plate's desperate need to become a selling club. James Appel shines his spotlight on the self destruction of Locomotive Moscow nut job Alexander Aliyev. Chris Nee runs the rule over the MLS um, the MLS's Houston Dynamo Michael Zakodny he's our sort of new Polish blogger he sort of shares the inept story of the Polish top flights uh, Polonia Bytem there's, there's a story this week has all come out of Poland where um, a sort of real kind of Polish legend just made this drunken phone call to a, to a sort of Polish journalist saying <laughs> every, everything that's wrong uh, with, with Polish football it's, crazy. it's like a sort of Charlie Sheen style thing but based in <laughs> Polish football everyone's getting the spirit in, yeah. indeed yeah. Yeah. Blood. Get, in, get into the spirit <laughs> By the, by yeah, the yeah, um, really, and, yeah. and finally there's my blog where I question why nobody seems to actually want to win the league so um, there we go Good. get over there um, uh, right oh we've also got a new section of the website that was launched last mm. week don't we Pete yeah it's called PFC and you're the captain my corner of the internet which actually <laughs> in, encapsulates <laughs> I am the greatest footballer uh, <laughs> uh, no it just encapsulates it's just a way of uh, displaying and shoving into your hungry ears um, uh, Ramble Extra Ramble Extra is now on the website yes it's on Pete FC so have a look and, and all kinds of little shenanigans last week I put up a, a video game review uh, eight Excellent minutes of, of me reviewing video games and stuff so it's just going to be bits up a lot of my house and a cartoon strip and a, cartoon and a little strip. cartoon strip just like yeah. Pete's mind on the I'm gonna, internet yeah. I'm going to stick my neck out here and I'm going to say there's no better way to spend Friday afternoon at work than on that site yeah and I'm a little bit concerned how close the PFC tab is to the Dean Windows Hall of Fame tab <laughs> I hope you're not moved into there <laughs> prematurely yeah. well you see well, uh, <laughs> yeah. well we're going to set up a friendly and Pete's going to captain PFC he's going to be on penalties he's yeah, <laughs> yeah. against the yeah. demon PFC of course uh, standing for P- uh, Pete's Friday Club Friday Club yeah 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 yeah. Over there. <laughs> it's news to me on the football <laughs> round, on the footballramble.com and also on the footballramble.com don't forget you've got five minute fantasy football where you can win real cash with uh, Pick Live uh, there's a tournament going on at the moment uh, Marcus and I have now been sadly knocked out so it's ramble less yeah. I lasted one round yeah you and Jim lasted one round me and Marcus lasted two rounds I think but you can still go on there for all the big games and uh, put your wits uh, against fellow listeners uh, to win real cash that's uh, the footballramble.picklive.com Lovely stuff. Say goodbye, James. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Bye. It's goodbye from me. And that's the end of the Pancake Day special. Cheers.
I went into the living room and commented on the fact that the, the bulb was quite dull, right? So Pete went to the fridge, got a light bulb out of it, put it in, and, and it, that was equally dull and made a noise. That's why I keep my light bulbs in the fridge. In what the, was the explanation the again? I That's it. normal, James. That's what we all do. I, still have, so. I didn't have time to look at the <laughs> adequate cupboard for light bulbs. So, Sleep in the fridge. Some Sleep people the fridge. keep their bread in the fridge, don't they? They swear it keeps I the fridge longer. Yeah. It well, I do that. It does work. Yeah. It's not a light bulb, though. No, no. Starts making, it started making an horrible noise, though. I'm mm. Team James or Jim on this. <laughs> on the same theme. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.